Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to tell them the Bro Country podcast sent you in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Welcome back to the Bro Country Podcast. My name is Joey, and I am joined by... Hey, man, it's Chris over here. What's uh, what's going on over there tonight, Joey? Man, not a whole lot. It's been a crazy couple of weeks not recording, man. How you been? I've been, I've been okay. I've been okay. I've, 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 missed, I've missed doing these with you, so I'm, I'm excited for tonight. Heck yeah, man. And we hope that you guys had a uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, whatever holiday you celebrated at the end of December of 2020. We hope you had a good one. We've got a pretty cool episode for you guys tonight. We're going to be talking our end of year 2020 recap where Chris and I are basically just going to go and talk about what songs and albums that we really liked out of 2020, do our little ranking and rating system as we always do. But we would be remiss not to start out with the news out of Nashville, and we've got some interesting news this week. Yeah, what's what's going on in Nashville right now, Joey? Well, one thing I wanted to talk about, it necessarily isn't, isn't necessarily news, but um, something I found interesting from a Rolling Stone article was that country music had a 19% increase in streams for the year of 2020 over year 2019. Wow, that's, that's, a, that's a big jump. Huge. That's like monstrous. And, you know, you can give credit to Luke Combs and Morgan Wallen because in that same article that I read, uh, Luke it said that Luke had 2.7 billion streams. Goodness gracious. And Morgan Wallen had 1.9 billion my God, that's wild, isn't it? Those are monstrous numbers. <laughs> those are monstrous numbers. And, Insane. Twenty twenty one is going to be even even bigger for those guys, I think. Oh yeah, most definitely. But moving right along here, uh, a song was announced, "Undivided," that's going to be dropping on January thirteenth of this year, featuring Tim McGraw and Tyler Hubbard of Florida oh, that's Georgia cool. Line. That's cool. Yeah. This will be the. Cool. I think this will be the first song credited just to Tyler, right? And yeah. not FGL. Yeah, I believe you are correct, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah, I think I was reading an article today that said that you remember probably a month, month and a half ago when when he got um, COVID and he had to quarantine in his bus. Yeah, he. I think he he. Some I read somewhere that he that he wrote like twenty songs while he was in the bus. <laughs> Jeez. And I think this was. I think he actually wrote this on the bus while he was quarantined. Wow, I heard a little like teaser of it on I think Tim's Instagram yesterday. It oh yeah, been... how did how did it sound? It sounded pretty good. I'll, I'll I'll be anxious to hear it once it drops. Yeah, they I mean they had uh, they had a big hit with May May We All, and they've uh, they've always had kind of a, a fun relationship. So it doesn't surprise me that he asked Tim to jump on there with him. Nah, that'll be very interesting. But something cool that happened. Uh, Randall King tweeted me back actually the other day. I tweeted him asking him to come to Ohio to do a show this year. And he was like, he said something like, hell yeah, I'm planning on it or something like that. <laughs> and if you guys don't know Randall King, you are missing out. He just dropped an EP recently uh, named after his uh, 
sister who had recently passed, uh, Leanna. So go check that out if you haven't heard that. But I thought that was pretty cool. And speaking of his activity and activeness on Twitter with us, Chris, you actually tweeted him. Uh, I did. Talking yep. about from our, one of his... From our, from our account. Yeah, and, from uh, our uh, Bro Country Pod Twitter account. If you're not following that, go check us out. And basically absolutely. just uh, said how we're going to be rating our songs from 2020, and you wouldn't be surprised if one of his songs didn't make our lists. And uh, so I tweeted in a reply and tagged him and asked him to come on the show. And he uh, DM'd me on my personal Twitter and said something like, thanks for supporting and listening or something like that. And I uh, followed up in that DM and asked him to come on the show again. And he hasn't opened it yet. I don't know if he will. But there is hope that Randall King could possibly come on the Bro Country podcast. I don't know. He's he's going to. I, we're, I, we're, I got a good, I got a good feeling, man. We we lo- we both him. love Randall. We no, we love him. Huge fans of Randall. So like I said, if you guys haven't heard him or heard of him, go check him out. He's got some great music. You know, um, the uh, the venue there, uh, Flanagan's that we saw Luke. Yeah, that would be an awesome place to see Randall. Perfect. That would be a yeah. perfect spot. Yeah, because you got to figure that like Axe Randall size will figure out a way to do some touring coming up and mm-hmm. outdoor concerts are obviously going to be the best and easiest ones to pull off. So we might, we might need to, we might need to send some uh, tweets and some messages uh, to Flanagan's and see if they can see if they can get Randall up there. That would be, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. And there's actually another kind of more local venue to me in uh, Franklin, Ohio called uh, JD Legends. That's kind of a similar type of outdoor venue. Oh, that's that cool. Who, who, be, who have you seen there? Oh, uh, Aaron Lewis, Drew Parker, uh, a couple other acts there. Oh. So, so yeah, that there would be a really good venue for him too. But yeah, there, here's the here's hoping that Randall makes it to Ohio this year. Maybe you can uh, make the road trip and <laughs> oh, join us. On you know, that one. you know, you know, I'll be there. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm jonesing for any road trip. I drive yeah. I drive around the block and pretend like it's a road trip right, <laughs> right now. Right. Well, we we might get to our acoustic jam show that got rescheduled next week. Next so, Friday, right? Week next from Friday, tonight, January fifteenth. Let's, uh, oh, let's hope fingers we don't crossed, get a, man. Uh, yeah, let's hope we don't get that rescheduled email two days before like we did last month. So That's right. But anyway. We'll I, got, I got faith. Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed, man. I'm, I am not going to get my hopes up too high like last time, so we'll see. But uh, the, the big news of the week, Mr. Morgan Wallen dropped his monster double album, Dangerous, today. He did, he did, he did. You you stayed up till midnight to listen oh, yeah. to some of the tracks, and I was long asleep. <laughs> oh, dude, I watched like the pre-release party thing on YouTube, or like it wasn't really a party, but like the pre-release interview that he did, and um, he sang "Sand in My Boots," you know, while he was playing the piano, and that was really just beautiful, man. He's got such a good voice, and he's such a good pianist, so that was really cool to see, and. I, you know, I fell asleep. I stayed up till about midnight. I only made it till about, the last time I looked at the clock, it was like 12.40. <laughs> so I didn't get to listen to the whole record last night, but I listened to the, the rest of it today, and it was a smash, man. I, yeah, I've, I listened to it through, through a couple times. It takes an hour and a half to get through it. Yeah, it's like an hour and 37 minutes of, uh, it's 30 songs, so yeah, it's like an hour and 37 minutes, I think, is what I read on Spotify earlier today, and I won't lie, the first time I listened through it, I was like, man, these kind of sound similar a little bit. And there are some songs on the record that, that do sound kind of similar, like breakup, heartbreak, sad, you know, songs. But like the, the second, third time I listened through it, I'm like, man, this is pretty, this is a pretty solid project for Morgan. And this is going to be huge for him. 
So yeah, it's it's definitely going to be huge. I mean, he he said he'd been working on it for three years. So I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's definitely put you know put a put a lot into it. Um, I mean, tell us tell us a little bit about what went on with the album this week and some of the some of the craziness that that happened. Yeah, man. So a few days ago, I uh, was on his Instagram, just kind of creeping to see what was going on with the the pre-album stuff and. He put a post up saying that Walmart had accidentally leaked a couple of his albums, like a couple different Walmarts, and he didn't really specify where, but I guess supposedly a few Walmart stores had uh, sold his album before the actual release date, and so he started getting all like defensive and saying, well, if anybody's <laughs> going to leak my music, it's going to be me, and that's right. <laughs> like put them on his Instagram story and uploaded them on Twitter, and I think he teased like three or four different songs off the record, and... Yeah, I mean he's uh, he's been teasing a bunch of the songs for the last couple of months, but he definitely yeah. teased a couple that that he had not uh, let leak out yet. Yeah, that no one had really heard a few of them anyway that he hadn't really played on Instagram or Facebook or anything on one of those live videos. But and and he ended that video though where he was talking about Walmart leaking it with how he's gonna or he put two extra songs on the Target version of the album that if you go buy the physical copy of Dangerous through Target you get two bonus tracks. So <laughs> was you, this a marketing ploy or was this uh, factual? Well, did, did, did you see that today, um, like in all of the Morgan Wallen groups on Facebook, like people went to Target to buy it and no one could figure out how to play the two extra songs? No, I didn't no even one. see that. It was, really. like, it was like hundreds of people that could not figure out how to play the 16th and 17th track. So I don't know if oh. they were like hidden tracks and like you had to fast forward from like the last song or if they messed up and didn't include them but that's going to be interesting to see uh what comes of that because yeah uh, all kinds of people were saying they couldn't they couldn't uh hear the tracks that's crazy man i didn't even know that i wonder i mean this is this is probably i mean this is the biggest album that's came out since luke's album last year in country music so i mean there's there's a lot of uh, anticipation and momentum behind this thing so it's going to be the numbers this week are going to be massive yeah i agree with you man and it, it's funny that you say like how massive this is going to be because i was listening to the raised rowdy podcast where drew parker was on for an interview and i was actually listening to that yesterday i want to say and i forget how it got brought up and don't quote me on all the words i'm about to say but it was something like uh, the the host of Razor Rowdy asked Drew like something about Morgan and Drew was like I don't really know the guy but you know I really like his music and he's doing big things and basically I'm paraphrasing Luke better watch out because Morgan's on his heels for being like oh, the yeah. next biggest thing and I mean you and I have talked about that before we've even talked about it probably on the show that you know Luke and Morgan Luke and Morgan are the two biggest things in country right now and I mean with this album the streams are going to be astronomical I would imagine absolutely man so definitely going to be an interesting year for both those guys. Hopefully we get some more Luke music this year. Oh, I'm sure we will. Luke's, <laughs> I think Luke has released new music every year since like 2014. I mean, sometimes it's, you know, there early on, it was only a couple of songs, but I mean, you know, you, we've, we've ended up usually getting new Luke music every, every year. So I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure we will. Yeah. Yeah. So what's up with Florida Georgia line, man? What are they getting into these days? I mean, we've been talking about Florida Georgia Line for the last couple couple weeks because I mean, you know, there was the rumors of the breakup, there was this and that, there was the political stuff. Now, you know, Tyler's doing the song with Tim, and uh, they've got they've got a new album coming out 
in uh, January, January, February. And so they were doing like a Zoom interview with uh, one of the big, one of the big uh, kind of news magazines and stuff. And they kind of, um, they kind of just admitted that they were both ready to to do some solo stuff. That they were not going to break up, but that they both were going to release solo projects in 2021. And and then literally like the next day is when Tyler announced the song with Tim McGraw. So I mean, you know, it's probably going to be healthy for healthy for them to just do some some stuff away from each other because. You know, most of the time on when it's duos like this, you know, they just go until they can't stand each other anymore, and then they break yeah. up. And you know, I mean, it's um, you know, Brian is actually, I mean, he, um, you know, Tyler does all of the, pretty much all of the lead singing, and Brian, but Brian is a vocalist, so yeah. you know, it's very similar to Brooks and Dunn in that Ronnie did ninety five percent of the singing, but Kix was a singer and is yeah. a singer. You know, so I mean, yeah. you know, everybody thinks of. You know the rich, rich and famous, and and all the stuff. But I'm sure that Brian has got to have all kinds of songs and stuff that he wants to get out to the world. So I mean, um, you know, I was I was actually listening to some of the early FGL stuff today just because I knew what we were going to be talking about all this stuff. And he mm-hmm. sings Brian sings one of the verses on Dirt, um, the lead single off of the second album, and he's got a great voice. Like it's not yeah. nearly as distinctive as Tyler. Cause Tyler's just got like, I mean, as soon as he starts singing, you know who it is. Right. Um, but I mean, you know, I'll, if Brian puts out some solo stuff, I'll, I'll give it, a, I'll give it a shot and see, see, see what it's like. Yeah, most definitely, man. I'm with you. Yeah. They're two talented guys and definitely don't want to see them break up. Cause they are, uh, you know, I've, I've mentioned it on the show before. I, I do like FG. I don't love everything they put out. That's for sure. But um, they definitely had some jams over the years. And, oh, and they're uh, awesome live. Have you seen them live? Yeah, yeah, a couple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're, it's, they're always as opening live. acts, but I mean, they're even as opening and middle acts, dude. They they put on a hell of a show, and they oh, yeah. always get the crowd ready. So yeah, definitely uh, love seeing them live. Yep. But absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think that, other than the charts you're about to talk about, pretty much wraps up our little news out of Nashville segment. But uh, what the charts look like this past week, man? Yeah, the I mean, so we haven't. We haven't done a podcast in a couple of weeks, so I mean, most of the chart stuff there, uh, right after we did the last podcast, was just all Christmas stuff. You know, Carrie's album was number one again, but then this past week, Luke's album is number one again. It's probably going to be number one again next week because the chart is always one week behind because they have mm-hmm. to tabulate it, and then after that, I'm assuming that Morgan's going to be number one for, for Lord knows how long. No, um, you wouldn't the, say. <laughs> and uh, the number one song on radio this week was "Champagne Night" by Lady Annabelle. That's a good I mean, one, though. It is, yeah. That's I mean, they've, gosh, they've you know they've been around since like oh five oh six. That's I mean, hard to believe. Yeah, I mean, they seem like it. Yeah, they've been around. They've been. I mean, they were young when they when they started. So, you know, they've they've been around a long time. And they're still they're still cranking out hits. And uh, the number one hot country song is still "I Hope" by Gabby Barrett. <sighs> That's a, I mean, she she. She's I mean, crushing it. Yeah, I mean, she, her. I think the second single, of the good ones, is like top fifteen at radio already, and she's still got the number one, probably the number one streaming and crossover song in country right now. With I hope, I mean, it's it's totally. It's a big pretty, song for pretty her. Pretty awesome. Pretty pretty awesome to to see. Um, yeah. But the big, I was looking because I, I I literally look at this this one statistic every single week when every week that Luke has another week at number one. So. Yeah. Luke has been number one on the country album chart for 87 weeks. 50 weeks for the debut, one week for the prequel, and now 36 weeks for the for the newer CD. 
in the history of country music, Garth, Alabama, Willie Nelson, Kenny Rogers, and Shania Twain are the only people that have been number one for more weeks than Luke Combs. Gosh, and but he's only in the history the, in the history of country music. That's insane, man. And he's yeah, only and, been in the mainstream for I would say three years. And I mean, yeah, and three the, three and a half years. The first year of that yeah. was mostly just like the the first bangers, Hurricane, When It Rains It Pours. You know, yeah. That's insane. I mean, I mean think he's about having it. a career, man. Yeah. This is I mean, amazing. I, mean, I I was talking to Lindsay yesterday, the day before, and I mean, it it really sucks for Luke that this year he was by far the biggest star in country music, and he and he couldn't tour. You know, yeah, I mean, that does suck. I just, man. I mean, it's going to be awesome when once we once we tour again, everybody's going to be pumped for the, the shows and stuff. But like, you only get one chance to be what. Luke was in 2020. You know what I mean? Mm, and he's still yeah. going to be, I mean, him and Morgan are still going to be the two biggest stars moving forward. But like, yeah. you know, it just, it just kind of sucks for him that he lost that opportunity to, that momentum just kind of, yeah, to lose, to lose that momentum. But I mean, that's okay. You know, it'll, it'll be, picked yeah, it's back okay. up. Hopefully one of these days we can get back to some Combs shows. That's right. Anybody that, that'll anybody. sing to yeah. us. <laughs> anybody. Anybody yeah. out there. If anybody. You got an acoustic guitar yeah. and a mic, come to Ohio or West Virginia. We're that's dying. Right. <laughs> But, uh, oh, that's funny. Anyway. Yeah, that pretty much wraps that up. Cool, man. Well, uh, let's go ahead and jump into this, guys. Like we talked about a little let's bit ago, um, we're just going to be talking about our... Uh, I, I, I think you have the same number as I do. I ranked my top 10 favorite songs from 2020. Yep. I threw in some honorable mentions and have a few albums I want to talk about. And then I have a couple of the worst songs, in my opinion, <laughs> of 2020. And, Me too, man. Uh, so we'll, we'll go ahead and kick it off like we always do. Um, go 10 to 1, our lowest favorite to our most favorite. Okay. And I, at number 10, I've got Starting Over by Chris Stapleton. Oh, good, 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 good choice. And just to just to tell everybody, we, we allowed ourselves to have up to two songs for each artist. Um, no good more than call. that. No more than that because, I mean, I'm being honest with you, Joe. I spent the last day and a half looking at, looking at all these songs. And <laughs> if I wanted to, I could have made the whole top 10 nothing but – uh, Luke, Eric, and Stapleton songs. Yeah, I, I feel you. <laughs> like, I, I, was I really could. And, yeah. and actually, I should I mean, have probably prefaced with, I only picked songs that were released in 2020. Um, I'm yeah. not sure if you did, did it all based off charts. You know, so there might be some 2019 releases in, on your Well, I think sure, that but. I had a couple 2019s in there, and I actually took them out because there were there were a ton of, there were enough songs that I didn't need to put. Yeah. Uh, I didn't need to put stuff in there. Yeah, I tried to yeah. keep it exclusive to 2020 releases. So, uh, but yeah, that, that's what I had at number ten, man. Starting over by Stapleton. What do you have? I had Six Feet Apart by Luke Combs at number Boom. ten. Boom, a, a very 2020 song. Yeah, <laughs> 40 years from now, when we when we hear that song, we will know exactly when Luke released it. It's it, you know, people, especially people like Eric Church, always talks about music freezing a moment in time and blah 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 that that song will take us back to this past year every single time because it was literally written for that yeah so it's just crazy but uh number nine this one might be a surprise to you i have uh we didn't have much by justin moore oh very that's a a good choice yeah that is a good choice i did not i didn't have that but i love justin and i love that song yeah very good song man what do you have at number nine Number nine, I have a song that I'm going to guess you have really high, <laughs> and it's uh, While You're Gone by Drew Parker. 
Okay, we'll see. I might have it on the list. It might. You might have it, or 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 you'll have another Drew song. I can I can I can probably guess. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Number we'll eight. See. Yeah, we I've got an eight. Uh, I hope you're happy now. Carly Pierce and Lee Bryce. Oh, that's a that's a, that's a that's a really really good one. Yeah, man. I, I, that you know that she actually released that in October of last year, so I did not include it because of that. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, but it charted all year long, and it was one of the biggest songs of 2020. Oh, that, so that was a 19 release, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I just lied to you guys. I do have one 2019. <laughs> no, but I've uh, I've got release. I've got one exactly like that coming up here. So man, it was it, was it dominated year. 2020. That's yeah. I could have swore that was this year. Well, um. I I misspoke. Let me retract my statement. I do have a 2019 <laughs> release on here, and uh, don't be surprised if there might be another one. <laughs> That's funny. Number number eight. This this is um. Th- this one was really hard for me to choose because I love everything that 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 um, Randall King put out this year. But my Randall King song that I picked is "Taking It As It Comes." Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, man. I mean, first know, one off the every, EP. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, every I think he put out five or six songs in 2020, and they are all amazing. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, this is just the one that I've listened to the most because it just has a really nice, like George Strait kind of groove to it. And it's got a, um, I mean, you can just, um, it's not a banger. He doesn't have any bangers because he's a he's a straight country, <laughs> straight yeah. country guy. But it's it's got such a good rhythm to it, and I, I just I just love it. Dude, his instrumentation is phenomenal with his is, smooth, man. like Texas sound and voice, man. It's yeah. crazy. It is crazy, man. I'm, I'm so surprised good. he's not bigger than he is yet now, but I, I think we'll see it. Oh yeah, he's he's building. He's 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 coming. I mean, the only thing that's going to stop Randall King from being a huge star is just you know Nashville. Where he's at, they just they just pick and choose which Texas guys they're going to get behind and which ones they're not going to get behind. And you know, yeah. I mean, if Could they happen for Cody, Cody Johnson. Right. So we'll yeah, see. I mean, so we'll see. I think some of those guys got are fine seven with it, though, man. I mean, not to get off track too bad, but um, number seven, I've got "Down to One" by Luke Bryan. Oh, okay. love that song. I know that is that is a that is a song you could listen to over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, I yeah. have. Um, I couldn't. It was hard for me to pick on this one, but I went with. Um, this is a deep cut. This is probably the deepest cut that I've got on this list. It's. Um, <laughs> Stone by Ashley McBride. Ooh, nice. That is a deep cut. Yeah. It's uh, right. I, I had Stone and Sparrow written down and I went with Stone because I mean Ashley is just I mean she's she I mean other than Carrie, I mean I take Carrie out of the equation, but other than other than Carrie, Ashley's probably my favorite female voice and vocalist in, in country music right now. She can make you she can just make you cry, man. She can she can tear you up and, and if you mm-hmm. haven't if, if people out there haven't listened to Never Will her second C D you need to listen to the whole CD, and you need to listen to Sparrow, and especially to Stone. I mean, it is that is some that is some heart tear jerkers right there, and she can she can deliver it better better than anybody. Yeah, most definitely, man. That's a very very good album. It is very good. But number six, you guessed it earlier. While you're gone, Drew Parker. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew you. I mean. I, I love that song. I could have put it higher, but I mean everything else is just so good. So that's that's the only <laughs> it's reason hard I to had rank it lower. a top ten, man. I had to go back and forth a few times on some uh-huh. of these. Uh-huh. But yeah, I got uh, "While You're Gone" by Drew Parker at number six. So uh, what do you got? There, number man? number six for me. This um, I com- I did not have this on my list. I completely forgot about this this song, even though I listened to it all the time and I was going back through. And I don't, I can't even tell you why, but when Sam Hunt's new CD came out this year. Um, 
I was listening. I mean, I put it on, and the very first track on the CD is 2016. And mm. for whatever reason, man, this song just stopped me in my tracks. And I have just gone back to it over and over and over this year. And it's it's a super stripped down acoustic song for Sam. Slow heartbreak song, um, but it's just it's. I mean, it's. I just love it. So Very 2016 good. by Sam Hunt was my number six choice. He does that style so well, too, that stripped-down acoustic stuff. He and does. You yeah. know, he many would say that he's a pop singer and that he does a lot of the, the snap tracks, and I, I won't disagree with that, but when he, you know, sings those stripped-down songs and sings them those country-sounding songs, he does it He does it very well. He does. But He really does, man. Uh, doesn't do the job for him overall, I guess. His fan base loves that poppy stuff, and that's okay because that's and, his uh, thing. But. As a side note, I, w- I was sitting here going over the list with Lindsay, and Lindsay is more of a hardcore country fan than I am. Like She is like stone-cold country, and mm. she loved Hard to Forget by Sam Hunt this year. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to plead the fifth, so I'm not judged either way by our listeners. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I've, I've listened to that quite a few times too. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a fun one, you know. It is a fun one. Yeah, it's not super country, obviously, but it's it's a fun upbeat track. So I'm that's not right. Hate on that's it, right. But. Oh, here we go, man. Top top five. Top, top five. five. This was really hard for me. Um, I've got "Hell of a View" by Eric Church. Oh man, beautiful that's song. Yeah, love it. Um, you know, I just a great song. Classic yep. Church, just very Classic good. Church. Love song, very, very good. Yep, and it's going to be, I mean, it's it's um, flying up the radio chart. It's going to be a huge hit for Eric. Um, when, when it was announced as a single, I knew, I was like, this one's going to be like one of the, you know, like like some of it just kind of got up there. and Yeah. One of his, uh, you know, because he doesn't have a ton of number ones, right? So yeah. when when this one was announced, I was like, yeah, this one's going to fly up. Yeah, Eric, Eric is so good and does what he wants to do that like he releases a song like stick that in your country song that he knows is not going to be a smash hit and then, <laughs> but then he knows that he can come right behind that with another song like hell of a view and it's going to be a huge hit for him he knows what he's doing he plays the he game does. man but yeah. he, he doesn't uh cave to the the monster that is natural he just kind of does his own thing so that's right but what do you have at number five man number five is um this is the only one that i kind of uh bent my rules on because um, it, this song actually came out, I think, two, two and a half years ago. But it's a single now, and they just released the duet version, Dear Rodeo, Ooh. Cody Johnson, Reba McIntyre. Fire. That music video yeah. is pretty fire, badass, too. Man. This song, I mean, whew, this is like, uh, I mean, it's like, uh, it's like Brooks and Dunn, George Strait. I mean, it's like, it's like the cowboy country that everybody grew up on. Um, you know, Garth could have sang this song. Like this is this is, um, and you know, and it's real because Cody and and Reba, but especially Cody, was a uh, was a rodeo guy. I mean, yeah. so there's just it's this. Real, I mean, I almost put this song higher. Yeah, I almost put this song higher. But number number five for me. Awesome man, that's a good one. Number four, I have got the smash hit of 2020, "Forever After All" by Luke Combs. Oh, number four, man, you could. This is yeah. This is this is the hit of of twenty twenty, yeah. man. It was hard not to put it higher, but um, but yeah, that was it. It speaks for itself. If you if it, you heard it, it yeah, you, it does speak for itself. Yeah, if you've listened to our previous shows, you know how well it did statistically, and it's still doing well. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very good I mean, song for Luke. 
It's killing it for Luke. Huge. And, you know, I mean, Luke, uh, better together, is number three on the radio chart this week, so it'll probably be number one in a couple of weeks. Yep. So we're going to get a new radio single coming coming up in the, probably in the next three or four weeks. And, you know, if he releases Forever After All right, you know, next, it's going to, I mean, it'll it'll probably be number one at radio within six or seven weeks because it's yeah. already a smash. So, yeah. I mean... You know, I mean, it's. Do, do you think huge. they'll release another love song like that though, back to back? No, man. I mean, I think it's it. On, honestly, I think it all depends on how fast Luke wants to move on to other new music. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. If he wants to just release one more radio single from from this deluxe album, I think they'll probably go with Forever After All. But if he wants to release two singles like he did with the first deluxe, yeah, I think he'll go in a different direction and then end with Forever After All. But like. I mean, you know, Luke can do whatever he wants. It doesn't matter. Whatever he puts out is a smash. So it's hard to it's hard to predict what he's gonna do. It is, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that that was my number four, man. What's sitting at number four for you? Oh man. Uh number four is Chris Stapleton. Um I I literally looked at I looked at the C D and there were four or five songs that popped <laughs> popped out that I could have put here. I almost put Nashville, Tennessee. I almost put Maggie's song. But I put number four. You should probably leave. It was Ooh, the is the first Stapleton song that I ever heard five years ago at CMA Fanfare or Fanfest. People have been waiting on it for years and years and years. And it's, I mean, it's. I think it's already got like twelve or thirteen million streams. And for Stapleton, non-single, um, you know, he's not. You know, he's not. You know, Kane Brown or or Luke or Morgan. I mean, his songs are usually slow burns. But this song has just it's just taken off, and it's just one of those songs that I had wanted for so long, and it ended up being just as good or better than I was hoping it would be. So, um, number four for me, Stapleton. You should probably leave. Nice. Yeah. That that album, man, is just solid. And we've talked about this before. I'm not the biggest Stapleton fan. I don't dislike the guy. I always have to make sure that's known. I like Stapleton. I just you know I just don't get into him as much as some people do. But that album is just ten out of ten. Yeah, you know, I was I was thinking, the way country music is right now, there's very few artists that, like, people are dying for their next album. Like, you know, there's all kinds of artists that have big hits, but like Luke Stapleton, Morgan, like, you know, people are ready for like huge projects for those kind of people. And we just got a deluxe from Luke. We got a, a new Stapleton album. We just got a new Morgan album, yeah. and we're probably going to get a new Eric album pretty soon so i mean it's you know it's a it's a good time for country music absolutely man especially for guys like us that love almost that's right almost all those guys so that's right man um but yeah man number three top three top three rounding out the top three here we go i've got and it was this was maybe one of the songs i looked forward to the most this year (laughs) um especially with the way 2020 or 2020 excuse me this is 2021 right um this was the song i looked forward to the most in 2020 and uh, that's through my Ray Bands by Eric Church. Are you ready? Are you ready, Joey? Am I ready? You didn't hear Cause me. Because I, I have it at number three. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Yes, I thought you, I thought I cut out there for a second. I was like, "What's no, going no, about no." There? I knew, I knew we'd have at least one. I knew we'd have yeah, at least one crazy. that was identical. It, it never fails, man. We always that's have right, something man. similar. But yeah, through my Ray Bands. Tell, tell me about it. Why, why'd you put it up there, at number three? It's just such a special song, man, and it's a tribute to those that lost their lives at the the Route 91 uh, festival in Vegas where the shooter was, and 
I, I didn't know that until after the song had released, to be honest with you. I thought it was just kind of like Eric's tribute to his fans in general, you know, basically like your escape from reality where you yeah. get to go to a live show and he gets to see you through his Ray-Bans, you know, with a drink in your hand, no one gives a damn, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, I, I always thought it was kind of his tribute to his fans, but then after it dropped, he put something on, well, he doesn't run his social media accounts, but whoever does put something on his social media that um, is a tribute to the folks that lost their lives, and it just hit differently when I heard that. Absolutely. I was man. like, man, what a beautiful uh, song. And, I mean, he's a... Uh, you know, that, that really affected him a lot, I think. And a lot of people that are haters, like, well, he wasn't even on stage when that happened. I'm like, but those were still his people. You know, those people bought the, the passes to be there for all nights of the, sh- the festival. And it doesn't matter because if he was there, like, physically there or not, because country music's a family, man. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, and there's, I mean, Eric is so good at writing a song that is, like, super specific, but also like super like universal and this song is like kind of like you said like you could take it as just him viewing the crowd on a friday night at a show and everybody just being there together or you can take it as a tribute to 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 that i mean it's i mean i you you were ready for this one to come out when it when it came out i mean it was um i mean this is this is the one that (laughs) when we finally get to see church again he better sing this song. <laughs> gonna bring tears to my eyes, man. That's right, man. <laughs> tears of joy when we finally get to be <sighs> together at shows again. But absolutely, good, great, great, great song. Uh, yep. But yeah, that number, that was number three number for three, both. And you're number three too, so no surprise there, right? Yeah. Number two, top two for me. Number Here two, go. I've got "Around Forever" by Randall King. <sighs> and I knew, I knew you. I, well. I knew you would have a Randall, a Randall King song. I did not know if you could have picked that. You could have picked Hey Moon. You could have picked mm-hmm. his cover of I'll Fly Away. I mean. all That whole EP is amazing. And for like yeah. the third time on this episode, if you guys have not heard Randall King's new EP, <laughs> turn me off. Stop listening to me and go look that up because it is amazing. But Yes. Uh, Round Forever, that is a beautiful song. Uh, basically... You know, the, the overall meaning is just to make time for those that you love and the people that you care about because they're not going to be around forever. And uh, just to make sure you get together when you can. And um, it's just the meaning behind it is just so crucial. And, um, again, his just his voice, his smooth Texas voice with instrumentation is phenomenal. So that's why it's number two for me. Yeah, such a such a good song, man. And I, I, know, it, I know it holds a special place in your heart, and you're going to remember that song forever. So um, Yeah, man, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah, what what do you, what you got number two, my man? Number two is um, this. This was my favorite radio single of the year by far, and it's the one that I've listened to to the most. Um, Ain't always the cowboy by John oh, Party. Oh, I love that one, man. Yeah, I mean, it was this. I, I had this at number one earlier in the week, and it, it barely got slid down to to number two. <laughs> but it's. Uh, I mean, I've loved it since the beginning. I've pretty much part. You know, Party is. Um, I mean, he could easily mix right in with the Texas crowd. Like his music yeah, is, yeah. I mean, you know, he's it's more Bakersfield. He's got more horns and kind of like a mariachi style to some of the stuff. But I mean, the instrumentation in his voice is very Texas influenced. So he could, yep. I mean, it's he could slide right in with Randall and those guys. Absolutely, I, I love yep. Party Man. I love good, it. Good and number I've, two. Yeah, and are, are we gonna have the same number one? I don't think so, man. I, I okay. think I think I've got something different. I will oh, let you know. 
It was my most streamed uh, song on Spotify this year, and that oh. is uh, "More Than My Hometown" by Morgan Wallen. Oh, you know, you're right. We we do not have the same song. Tell, <laughs> tell, 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 tell me, tell me, tell me about "More Than My Hometown." You sound shocked. No, I'm kidding. No, but, well, uh, I, I shouldn't be shocked. I should have been able to guess that. <laughs> but no, I love that one, man. Um, just the little small town anthem. I love you more than this. I love you more than that. But I can't love you more than my hometown and. Uh, you know, the, the girl leaves the guy, and he, you know, true to his roots, not wanting to leave his hometown to go be in the hills of Hollywood or whatever. So um, I think the the beat of it and the, the instruments are great, and Morgan's voice is just awesome on it. And it's just one that I kept going back to over and over. Uh, for whatever reason, I don't know, it, it's not really relatable to me, <laughs> you know, in a personal way or anything like that. Uh, I, I just love that song and listen to it the most in 2020, so... That was my number one, man. What do you have? Gosh, I feel I should have been able to guess that because all day long I've been trying to I've been trying to <laughs> Wait guess a which, which you, you which haven't songs had you forever remember. after all yet, have you? I I have not had forever after all, but forever after all is not on my list. Oh man, I don't know it then. I I could probably it's probably I know it's probably a Combs song. <laughs> I could, so I could my so, so my number one song by far nothing's even remotely close to this. I don't know if it's taken. Taking the my top spot on on my on my Luke chart, but um, without you. Oh Num- gosh, I should. You know what? Num- I should have known that because yeah, <laughs> I, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, from the from the first time that he debuted it last year in Los Angeles, um, till when it came out till today. I mean, it's. Um, you know, it's. It's just. It's so quintessential, Luke. You know, it's it's just mm-hmm. him talking about you know just how humble he is and how thankful he is for everything in his life, and you know, my God, do we need that in 2020? And um, you know, I mean, it might be my favorite Luke's. It might, it really might be my favorite Luke song. Um, it's so amazing. I, there I, wasn't. I mean, that and through my Ray Bands probably were the two like um, kind of heartstring songs that 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 pulled at me that I that I knew was going to be at the at the at the top of my list, but. It's just hard for me to to beat without you, by Luke. That and that, you know, we've talked. I think we've talked about that on the show before, with how it's like his tribute to his parents, his wife, and to his fans for basically being the face of him in a sense, you know, and yeah. getting him to where he is. And that ver- the verses about the fans, where you you paid twenty damn dollars for a place to park, <laughs> got in line early to grab your spot, and yeah. Uh, that just hits you in the chest because yeah you know you paid for a baby i forget off the top of my head right now how the the order of the song but uh basically you're hiring a babysitter paying a ton of money to park just to get in line early to to watch him sing and you know we've we've seen luke in the double digits now and that's just so relatable and so true yeah man and, uh, it's cool that he's humble and just recognizes that and um you know always likes to thank the people that support him and um from what he says gets him to where he is today. So, but yeah, that, yep. that rounds out our top tens, man. Solid top tens. And uh, guys, this isn't necessarily what we think is the absolute best country music of 2020. This is just our favorites of 2020. So don't come at us all crazy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you're, you know, uh, I didn't, I didn't have forever after all on the list just because I couldn't put more Luke songs on there. You know what I mean? Like, well, I lied. I said I only had 2020 songs and I had a, a 2019 <laughs> release on there. So, uh, 
Um, but I'll I mean, take I'll take I hope you're happy now out and I'll put without you by Luke as a there you go <laughs> there you go there Wait, you that go that one that, that yeah that one didn't release technically till 2020 but he teased it in 19 he right? did yeah, but I mean when show. I was looking at this list last year was like a really good year for country music like yeah I was sh- I was shocked at how many how many songs I had like on my like mm-hmm. preliminary list and like you know the honorable mentions we're getting ready to mention like there was just a lot of really good music last year. There was, man. And speaking of honorable mentions, I'll kick it off. I, I didn't really put these in any order. I just kind of listed them. Yeah. Um, I've got, got Build Me a Daddy by Luke Bryan. Okay. Uh, the Runway, Drew Parker. There you go. Seven Summers, Morgan Wallen. Uh, Come okay. On by Dan Alley. Oh, there you go. Shout out. I thought maybe you would throw you'd throw Dan in there, but I knew he'd he'd at least be in your honorable mentions. Oh yeah, Dan Dan's a good guy. He's a local guy who's uh, down in Nashville now, writing songs, trying to make his way. So we're uh, look for big things for Dan Alley. If you guys haven't looked him up or heard him, he's That's got right, one man. one song out on major platforms. The one I just listed. Come on, go check that out. And then uh, also our friend Brandon Davis, who's on the show, recently released a single "God Made Angels," and I threw that on here as an honorable mention as well. I did too. I had that on there as, as my, one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, Brandon's a good guy. Um, I, th- I think big things are in store for him. He's you know he's crushing it. He's he's really using social media to his advantage, yep. and uh, people are loving him. And he's got a new song, uh, "Step by Step," that's about to drop on the twenty first. I want to say. Is that oh, that's right? gonna be awesome, you know? man! I can't wait to hear it. Okay, yeah, I'm not sure the exact date. Uh, I don't know. I, it, this we'll month, find, we'll find it. We'll post the it. The 26th. I just looked it up. January there, there 26th. Uh, Step by step by Brandon Davis. That is gonna be a beautiful song. So make sure you guys check that out. But uh, those are my honorable mentions for 2020. That's that, those are man. Those are those all easily could have made your top ten. Yeah, um, yeah. It was hard not to fit those in there somewhere, especially uh, you know. I, all of them, actually, I came and say especially. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if we did a top twenty, they would have they would have been in there for sure. So absolutely, my the the ones I've got listed here, obviously, are those other Stapleton songs. Um, Hell of a View by Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's that, I mean, that's a freaking killer song. I I wrote I hope you're happy now uh, down just as an honorable mention, even though it came out at the end of last year. And then I wrote um, Next Girl by uh, Carly Pierce, her new single. Ooh, I had it yeah. written down. But then the last honorable mention that I've got written down here, and this, I don't, I should have probably put this in my top 10 because this is a song that I will remember for 2020 was um, Where the Cross Don't Burn by Garth and Charlie Pride. Oh, yeah, that one. We talked about that one before. That's a good song, man. Yeah, man. It's, that's, that's definitely the song from Garth's new CD that I'll, that I'll remember uh, yeah. long term, you know, with mm-hmm. just everything that's gone on this year. And, you know, so those, those are the ones I had there, man. Nice, man. Some of the uh, I I picked three albums that I really liked from 2020. Yeah, um, what what you got there? I've got uh, believe it or not, Born Here, Live Here, Die Here by Luke Bryan. Yeah, man, I, I thought that was a awesome, really awesome album. Very well put together album for Luke, even though it was only ten tracks. But um, it you know it was diverse back to some of his older sounding style, you know, yep, and it still had sure. his new kind of upbeat poppy sound. So it was it was a really good album. Um, I've got Ashley McBride's Never Will. Yep. And then I've got uh, the the monster uh, Stapleton starting over. So those were the the two top three of my favorite albums from the show. And then and then obviously Randall Randall's EP. Yeah, and then if we're if I did throw some EPs in here, um, Randall's EP, Leanna, and then uh, Drew Parker's EP. While you're gone. Yep. So those are gosh, those are amazing, awesome. Yeah, amazing, awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, 
projects, so you guys go check those out. But what do you yeah, have for the, albums, man? The well, I, I wrote Luke and Party down because they both had deluxe albums came out, and those those are probably the two albums that I listened to the most in 2020. But they obviously the they came out in 2019. But um, the albums that I had written down <laughs> are Ashley Never Will and um, uh, Muscadine Bloodline Burn It at Both Ends. Because uh, I, I listened, I listened to that one like crazy, and then obviously the my number one album from 2020 would would be Stapleton's. Um, nice, hey, two of our uh, three were the same, right? That's that's <laughs> that's right, man. Um, well, when I, I mean, when I looked at the albums that came out in 2020, I'm like, eh, 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 and I, I wanted to go the route that you did with the deluxe albums, with because I knew Party and Combs both did, and I'm like, yeah, Parties. Um, what's the yeah. is it Beer Light that you like so much? That's a good one. I do like yeah. that one. Bar downtown, beer light. He put a couple, couple, uh, and then he put like a te- like a California version of uh, "Ain't Always the Cowboy" on the on the end of that too. Um, I love that one, man. That's yeah. Heartache medication and "Ain't Always the Cowboy" are some of my favorites. Yeah, it's 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 killer. And then obviously Luke's, <laughs> yeah. Luke's obviously this, All of that's Luke's the that's the album that you and I listened to the most. I'm sure in 2020. Yeah, I mean, Party's got a ton of uh, songs I like and. Obviously, Luke does, but yeah. So, those are our top songs, honorable mentions, and favorite albums and EPs of 2020. Guys, we're going to tell you what we found to be our least favorite. Um, this is no I'm like, disrespect. I'm, I'm, this is going to be goofy, probably. But it's going to be funny. Be uh, no disrespect to these artists. They're yeah, all no great disrespect. in their own uh, regard. And if you're fans of them, don't take this personally. Um, my least, most absolute least favorite song of 2020 <laughs> is "Good Time" by Nico Moon. Oh god! <laughs> I don't know. I would have. I would have bet five hundred dollars yeah. you were going to say that. You, you probably could have bet five million because <laughs> yeah. I did. I did not uh, like that song. I don't. Know what, oh, I do not know what image he's going for. I don't, oh I don't man, it's Cappy. Luke's manager picked him yeah. up, which is a total. Um, Random pickup for their group of folks. It, it, it is. It's a. It's a random pickup. I, you know, I read an article that Cappy said that his, as long as you write your own songs, he will. He will give you a shot. And and Nico writes all of his songs. He wrote a bunch of Zach Brown songs. Like yeah. the guy's probably a, a really good writer. Yeah. But there's just something about his image and this song. Oh, oh man, I don't get it. But uh, <laughs> I wish him well. I, I hope he does, you know, has success, but just not my favorite. And then uh, I'll just ramble mine off here real yeah, quick. Yeah, what else this. you got? Uh, I've got I Love My Country by Florida Georgia Line on here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a corny track, but oh man, catchy. I'll give it that. It's it catchy, is catchy, but yeah, I, they know I how to make a catchy, like, catchy melody and catchy yeah, beat. Thumbs down for me. I was like, whoa. Um, <laughs> cool Again by Kane Brown. Yeah. Didn't like that at all. I was like, oh, God. And uh, <laughs> this one, some people probably really like this one, but God Whispered Your Name by Keith Urban. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, did not like that. So oh, uh, those Joe, are the four, uh, yeah, of my le- <laughs> four of my least favorites from 2020, man. What do you have as your least favorites? Well, I had Good Time by Nico Moon is my number one least favorite, <laughs> Surprise! too. Surprise! <laughs> and then uh, my second one I had, It's About Time by Russell Dickerson and uh, FGL. Yeah, oh, yes. I, and then I the next ones that I had listed um, <laughs> are from mostly from people that you and I love. Um, <laughs> we Back by Jason Aldean, which is, <laughs> ah, which is probably yeah. my least favorite Jason Aldean song of all time. Yeah. Um, and then it, early in the year, Luke... Um, it came out in 2019, but it went to number one in February. You and I both 
very much don't like this song, What She Wants Tonight. <laughs> oh, gosh, dude. Yeah, that was... Uh, and I I think I've told this story to, before to the listeners and you, obviously. When, when I heard that a new Luke Bryan song was dropping and releasing, and I was so excited. I'm like, oh, yeah, because we love Luke Bryan, right? And... Oh yeah. When I li- when I turned it on, I think I made it like not even halfway through the song, and I was yeah. like, "This is trash," you know. I was like, "This is horrible." <laughs> turned it off. Did I don't even think I listened to it again until I heard it on the radio or something. I I might be lying there, but um, it, it grew on me a little bit over time just because it's Luke Bryan and it's you know you hear it so many times it becomes catchy. Yeah. Kind of like I love my country by Florida George Line. You don't choose to listen to that, but when you hear it, it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's kind of catchy, but it's horrible. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, bad though. It's really yeah, bad. It's bad. <laughs> so good choices there, man. So bad. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that is uh, wrapping it up for our favorites and least favorites of 2020. Yeah, I'm just super excited to see what 2021 brings for us here at the pod, and um, you know, keep giving all our listeners some hopefully good content. Absolutely, man. I know we've 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 got some we've got some good stuff coming in the next in the next couple of weeks. I'm I'm obviously uh, we'll probably touch on Morgan's album, and then we got we got a, I think next week is gonna be a it's gonna be a fun one. It's gonna be a fun one. Stay tuned. Uh, make sure you guys are following us all over social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Um, if it's a social media platform, we're pretty much everywhere. Um, just search Bro Country Pod, Bro Country Podcast. You'll be able to find us. Yep. And uh, I think that's going to do it for this one, guys. Just stay tuned. we got some exciting news coming for 2021. Can't wait to uh, go on that adventure with you guys. And as always, keep it country and take care of each other.